0: Previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. You head up towards Dean Doval.
1: Well welcome
2: back. We did collect some some griffin feathers that we can use. Are you are you sick right now or something?
1: There seems to be a bug going around the school right now. I don't want to get you sick. So many students are falling ill. Our healers have not been able to cure this disease just yet. Perhaps you should go speak to Professor Kane instead. Can you just show me the the feathers? I'll go ahead and mark your extra credit right now.
3: If the only thing that matters is the final exam at the end of the year, where does this extra credit go towards?
1: Your grades will affect the bonuses that you have when you go into the final test. <laughs> I'm going to need that to start attending classes. <laughs> yeah, but the only
3: reason you'd want to attend classes is so you maybe had some knowledge going in, not that...
2: <laughs> Instead of going in there with no weapons, you might go in there with... the weapon of knowledge. No, like weapons of machine guns.
0: You head down to <coughs> Professor Kane's office and he is working on some sort of contraption, and then he quickly covers the contraption.
3: Why did you cover it up like a weirdo when we walked in?
0: Because it's none
2: of your concern. If you wanted help or need a need a helping hand or another set of eyes, I'd be happy to
0: help. How fared your trip out to get the griffin feathers?
4: Oh, that went real well. I got lots of feathers in my pockets now. And I'm gonna start just making it rain feathers like at a strip club.
2: And I guess, yeah, we'll uh, get on with our days. Does anybody else find it extremely odd that every single person's sick? Except for Facum.
0: In walks Titus. Oh my. Too many of the students are now sick. The Pyrocross team is hereby suspended. Fuck! <laughs> so, eat a dick.
5: I don't know what we do for the next week got three options we could go boot tight ass's parents we could go circle jerk both have the same impact or we could figure out why everyone is sick to the infirmary
0: or to titus's house go.
5: not going to fucking titus's house
0: meanwhile milo has decided that he wants to go investigate at the infirmary once you reach the atrium you see a body
4: oh shit
0: Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Ben Renfro.
2: Just want everybody to know that I've been bricked up all week thinking about recording again with you guys.
4: You haven't been able to poop?
2: No, my wiener's been hard. That's that's the clarification you need. Matt Smith?
3: If you were going to do the sex with a mermaid, would you rather have the fish part be on top or on bottom? Answer in character. Well, Thad says the fish part on top. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> go to Milo next. No. I, I don't. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Moving on, Brad Richards.
5: That's a great question. Like, I just what kind of fish? A walleye. Yeah, like, are a, we talking ooh. like a swordfish
0: or
2: like a bluegill? Like, let's
3: say, let's say like a smallmouth bass.
2: Can we use That's, one of like the, the sucker fish? Oh, like, cute. The, the ones that just. <laughs>
5: It's not really a, a, a hot fish. You know, if it was like one or of the like, wait,
3: I guess a mermaid would be out of the sea. So let, let's say a tuna. Uh,
5: <laughs> well, if it was a mahi mahi. But if it's just like a small mouth bass, like, uh, I really mm, I don't think so. But if it's a mermaid.
4: Yes.
0: And Brad Renfro.
4: How many animals can you fit into a pair of pantyhose? Let's uh, let's count. You can fit two calves, an ass, a beaver, a shitload of hares, one camel toe, and a fish that no one can find. Oh, I don't get it.
2: Forgot about a clam.
0: I mean,
4: and a starfish. You hit ha- mm-hmm. the answer is you can fit a lot of animals That's, into a pair of pants. You had me a beaver. I'm not gonna lie to you.
0: I'll be honest. I don't even know how to move on from that. Uh, other than I to gave say- him no segue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well,
5: I've bested the camper. Speaking of eating ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are a fifth edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast, and we are back with another episode, and we're picking up off of a pretty heavy cliffhanger. So let's go ahead and start right away with Milo. Milo, you went downstairs into the Arcthanium on your way to the infirmary to see if you can find out any information about weird happenings that have been going on around the Ark from the sole survivor of your previous dorm residence when the final last year went awry. But anyways, that sole survivor is in the infirmary, so you were headed there, while all of your uh, study group members were still upstairs trying to decide what they were going to do next and if they were going to bully Titus for gloating while everybody else is sick.
4: I believe it was how they were going to bully. Yeah, there, it. there, there's
0: no
3: f- there's no if in this equation.
0: But the background of everything else that has been going on is that you left the Arkshine on an extra credit trip to go get some Griffin feathers to help fix the giant surge, which is the battery that powers the Arkshine. And when you got back, everybody was sick. You don't know why, and that's one more reason why Milo thought that it would be a good idea to go to the infirmary. But when you got down into the Arcthanium Atrium, which is the entrance hall of the Arkshine, you saw a body lying on the ground just inside the front door.
4: Is it dead? Holy shit! Was that the big cliffhanger that everyone took off their earphones for?
3: Yes. Oh. Didn't we say we were going to, like,
4: follow him down anyways? Did I find out whose body it was?
0: You did not find out whose body it was, and the rest of the group did not actively say that they were going to follow him down, I don't believe. There was There was at one point a statement that you were, and then you went back to, well, maybe we should do something else. Let's
3: go back to the dorm and wait for it all to blow over.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Come I on. guess that
2: that makes the most <laughs> sense for, <laughs> like...
5: Have a pint and wait for it all to blow over. <laughs>
2: well, for, you know, Manny and Thad and even Dixon, you know, I would think we would all just be, like, either, like, yeah, Milo Milo <laughs> just wandered off, and uh, we wouldn't think anything much more of it, and so I'm going to guess, like, with us not thinking there's anything wrong, I would either just playing like, some, like... Didn't we say there was, like, instead of foosball, there was, like, a py- Pyrex ball, like, table <laughs> in, like, the dorm? Yep. Like, lobby. so I'd either be trying to, like, play that with Thad, or, like, just chilling in the in the bedroom.
5: Pause. Little little suspect, my friend. <laughs>
2: we're either playing Pyrex ball, or I'm jerking myself off. Fine, I said it. With my trunk. I mean.
5: That's not what I was getting at. It made it sound like you were going to be in the room playing with that word over there
2: it's
3: called team building
2: (laughs) coach coach told us that uh you know the better teams are the ones that sleep together so (laughs) we've been really putting in the hours and the the after-hour practices no, we're not making that a canon thing. <laughs> I, we really need a connection on the field. <laughs> we are not making this thing. This has happened to my characters before in other <laughs> campaigns. Well, you gotta well, quit is,
4: yourself right this into these This is what happened to,
2: to Matt's character and my you character stop, in, the, in the last campaign. We're not doing this again.
5: Stop running into gay story arcs fucking full speed.
4: I mean... <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah, so, are we just picking up where I was at?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, Ben and Matt's characters' potential storyline aside, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which has been rejected, let's go ahead and pick up with Milo, who is in the atrium of the Arcthanium.
4: Okay, so first thing I would like to do is, am I? Is there a distance that my uh, fire spirit is allowed to travel away from me
0: on its own, or like? travel teleport with you
4: on its own it just says it manifests for an hour until it's reduced to zero hit points or until I summon the spirit again or until I die if that's the case I'm gonna bring out my Toby friend I'm gonna send him over to get the other guys well actually that almost doesn't make sense no it does I'm gonna send him to get the other guys and I'm gonna go and investigate who this is and what's wrong with them if they're conscious all that fun stuff Perform basic first-aid treatment, if necessary.
3: Okay. Do CPR. They're missing their head.
4: <laughs> what do I breathe into?
5: <laughs> Stump.
4: Their, their neck hole. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> oh, God, it worked. Oh, no. There's oh, no. no way to live life. <laughs> Brought him back without a head. Well, you still
5: got one. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would I would rule that um, you can summon it within 30 feet of you, but your wildfire spirit can go basically anywhere else within the next hour. So I will allow you to uh, send Toby on up to get the others. As quick as I can. <laughs> and then you said that you're going to proceed closer to the body?
4: Yeah, we got to check on what's going on with this uh, downed person here. Well, f- yeah, first, you know. Hey, buddy, you doing all right? Is he unconscious? Is he responding if I yell at him?
0: You call out, and your voice just echoes throughout the entire atrium. The whole place is empty. You don't hear anything.
4: All right, the next thing you hear is the pitter-patter of miniature feet as I run over to him to see what's going on.
0: All right, as you go sliding across the tile floor, skidding to a stop, looking over this body, you see that you recognize who it is. It is Leong.
4: I I recognize him as who?
2: No, literally <laughs> so so sidebar here.
4: <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: it, <laughs> if you look, Paul Paul when he uploaded episode one um for us to like listen to into like our chat, I started listening to episode one and one of the first NPCs we came across was this dude named Leong. Um you can call him Lee. Yeah, Lee, Lee was his uh was shortened version, but we just, like, pretty much called him stupid, said we hope that he's not a part of our group, and then he wasn't, and then we haven't heard of him since, so. <laughs> okay. That
3: rings zero bells.
2: <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. We kept purposely butchering his name, and then Paul's like, well, you can call him Aang, and Brad's like, I hope he's not the Avatar, or <laughs> something like that, along those lines. But he was, like, one of the first, like... It was in the scene when it was like, hey, all of your guys' like, names are up like written on pieces of paper with who your groups are, and he came up to our group and was like, hey, like, have you guys figured out your groups yet and stuff, and like tried talking to us, and we just, we pretty much shunned him immediately.
5: You <laughs> basically just bullied him for a yeah. day.
2: We're like, okay. well, obviously wow. we're standing over here, how the fuck would we have known that? And, and
0: like, I, we just started oh, geez. calling him stupid. Is Titus the, the bully here, or are you guys?
5: Don't ask questions you want to know the answers to. I just fuck him. Yeah, fuck him.
3: So, anyway, okay, good. So also, I shunned no. Leong so hard, I shunned him out of my entire memory.
5: <laughs> also, another sidebar, when you say pitter-patter a little feet, does your guy run, basically when I picture your character there, Brad, um, it reminds me of Animal Crossing, and it really gets me every time.
4: Good. Yes.
5: Just a little scutter. Are you furry? <laughs>
4: He doesn't bend his knees when he runs. (laughs)
5: Like little Lego people.
4: (laughs) You'll have to see, uh, my extracurricular activities can be discussed extracurricularly.
5: I just had a stroke with you telling me that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to, uh, perform a medicine check on said Leong to possibly determine, you know, if he's just straight up dead, what's wrong with him, if I know that. Medicine check, yes? Yeah. Cool. Check his oil. He's dead. (laughs) I rolled an... 18 plus 4.
0: 22. Lee is not dead, but is clearly very ill. Like, death's door ill.
4: Like, injured ill, or he has, like, something affecting him ill.
0: How in-depth are you inspecting his unconscious form?
4: Uh, Real close. <laughs> I mean, just like a once like like, detailed enough, but quickly. So it's like, I'm looking to see... Okay, he's unconscious, he still seems alive. It, like, Is there any like injuries on him, any burns, any signs of, like, is it, like, you know, he's
0: singed because he got
4: hit with a spell. He's, like, got purple shit growing off his face.
0: Okay. Um, you check his pulse so you know that he's alive. You quickly kind of pat him down, roll him over, check to see if you can see any gashes, bleeding, burns, any sort of malady that would jump out at you, but you do not see anything of that sort. His face is ashen, the tips of his fingers have started to yellow, and his eyes are fluttering as if he were in a terrible nightmare.
3: So he's
4: got jaundice. (laughs) All right, so not knowing exactly what is wrong with him, I'm gonna go ahead and cast... I'm guessing it looks like poison, or something. If I cast Lesser Restoration, do I have to, like, know exactly what effect is wrong with him to be ending it? I touch a creature and can end one disease or condition affecting it. So blind to and poison, paralyzed... But like, do I have to know it's specifically poison, and then, like, it'll go, or is it, like...
0: Yeah, I think you would have to, if there were multiple maladies affecting a creature, you would have to specifically s- state what you're trying to remove. Otherwise, I will uh, randomly select.
4: Okay, well, let's just go for a basic Cure Wounds, then.
0: Okay, you're gonna go with Cure Wounds instead of Restoration?
4: Y- yes.
0: Okay, um, you cure wounds, and it doesn't seem like anything has changed in terms of Liang's overall well-being, but his eyelids do briefly flutter open, and he says, Milo? And then just before he slumps back again, he says, or just before his head falls backwards, he says,
4: Help me. What happened to you? Slumped.
0: He he has slumped back down.
4: Uh. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. I guess I'm just gonna keep thinking here until my fire friend gets to hit the boys.
0: (laughs) All right. Well then, uh, let's jump to the boys who are still upstairs. It is going to be quite some time that Milo is waiting because uh, the wildfire spirit has to climb a 100 foot structure, which
4: he can teleport.
0: He can teleport straight up instead of climbing the stairs. And I think he can go through walls too. But even still, that's going to be a couple of minutes to at least go up and come back down. So those of you that are still up in the dorm room uh, playing Pyrax or in your room doing whatever you guys are planning to do.
5: Team bonding.
0: While the coughs of your dorm mates are echoing in your ears all around you. Suddenly this spirit of fire comes into the room.
4: When can can I time this up cuz I'm still going to be doing things and since we said he, I'm waiting for a while.
0: I guess a while is is little aggressive. It's going to be a few minutes.
4: Oh okay. I was going to say like by the time they're walking back or whatever like when they show up I'd like to be trying to cast the lesser restoration.
0: Okay, beautiful. I will I will deal with that when they come back down because that'll probably occur around the same time.
4: All right, I'm going to go mic silent now. Hey, uh... Let's not come back down. <laughs> Wait, did you say... So so the fiery... expl—like He teleports into the room. Everybody in there has to take a saving throw. <laughs> uh,
0: no. We'll, we'll just have... We'll have Toby, like... You hear a poof! And then Toby runs into the room. What shape is Toby in? A cat. Wow. Hey, uh... Anybody else notice that cat over
2: there? Holy shit! Were there any cats on this floor?
0: Yes. The cat is made of flame.
2: (laughs) Oh, so we like we Uh, write it's not just like
4: a normal cat. (laughs) Yes, no, it is an animal that is that is entirely made of fire. (laughs)
2: Oh, okay. I I was going to say, like,
4: oh, hey, little fella, you hungry? This is another
2: one of those situations is why would we think it's weird that there's a cat in here? And like, (laughs) I just wanted to make sure, like, hey, if there was no cats, like nobody at school had a cat, then I'd be like, that's weird. But like, it would
0: be even funnier if Manny looked at this cat that is entirely made of flame and was just like,
2: oh, it's
0: a cat. And everybody else is like, no, that's fire.
2: Picks it up. I mean, we are
3: at a well, magic
4: school, weird shit happens. Manny's not...
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think um, I'm
4: cool enough to be able to cast spells through Toby yet, so I can't... <laughs> what anything.
0: if What if Manny is, like, the most brilliant, book-smart person, but totally stupid?
5: Was he, fucking Rain Man? I mean, <laughs> he's
0: totally stupid when it comes
2: to, like, social interactions, is, is kind of the goal of this, um whole thing intelligence 20 wisdom zero i don't think he has like no street smarts i don't think he looks at a cat that's on fire and he's like oh come here kitty let me pet you like he's not
4: <laughs> oh, kitty kitty kitty
2: like i think i would recognize like you know a fiery cat let's yeah, uh...
0: i i would agree with that but it it's a very humorous situation <laughs> to imagine yeah let's let's just you know
2: it's a fan every, moment. every time i have a character you know let's uh let's make him uh you know into matt's character or let's make him even more dumb than he needs to be <laughs> i see what you guys like to do with don't my forget, characters don't
5: forget gay well that's
2: what i mean falling in love with matt's characters
5: <laughs> um, oh yeah that did happen before too. Didn't super it? <laughs> gay <laughs> Did I say your
4: character was stupid and gay? Unintelligent <laughs> and homosexual.
2: And do is uh, is Toby has? Uh, do we ever see instances where like Toby has been like wandering
0: away from Milo, or not this far? But you've you've encountered Toby before, and you have seen Toby act independently.
4: You'd be like, what's okay, that, so, Lassie? Like,
0: We've seen we've
2: we've encountered we've had encounters with Toby when Milo has not been present before. So will
3: we? I mean, I, I was going to ask, will we recognize as Toby specifically?
2: Yeah, or are there are like other flaming animals in this was world? We like, like in a wizard school, I'm pretty sure people
3: ha- would have like I don't know bizarre pets. If it I, could just be
2: someone's fire cat just
3: wandering around, we don't know. It's wasn't Toby he a mouse before?
2: He he yeah he can be other different shapes. So he's been like
4: he takes the form I wish.
2: So, I guess that's just (laughs) another question is have we like, are there other flaming animals in this school? Like, do we look around and there's like a cat on fire or a bird on fire or like a dog on fire? Like,
4: I'd say none that are trying to get your attention right now. So, just continue. (laughs) Whoa, that fire cat looks so real.
2: (laughs) Brad does, uh, or my, well, Brad out of, I'm not talking to Milo right now. I'm talking to Brad. Um, Does Toby wear a little collar that says Toby on him?
4: I mean it's it's made of fire but yeah. Can he speak? N- not unless I cast a like spell through him to speak to you.
2: I'm just trying to recognize if I recognize that it's Toby. <laughs> it's
4: recognize a-, a cat that's fully on fire, much like your friend's <laughs> animal that's always fully on fire. Yes, it walks and in like- and starts saying, "Hey, like he's meowing at you smack in your face, like, "Let's go." Don't make eye contact. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's why I was coming back with Paul. Are there other flaming pets that wander around the dorm?
0: No, this is not a common thing.
2: Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Well, come here, Toby. Hi, Toby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over there, like, sitting on the couch, and I called Toby over and, like, pat my lap for Toby
0: to jump up and just chill.
5: And he's made of (laughs) fire.
0: Toby does not come to your lap. Toby comes up on its hind legs, goes down, and then uh, scutters out the door.
2: As most cats would do. Well that was fucking weird. <laughs> just be like,
3: oh, Guess he's uh guess he's had enough. He doesn't jump up Toby. on the
2: on the Pyrex table first and fuck with the ball and knock everything over just... and just be a real pain in the ass like most cats are. <laughs> he's just being an actual cat? That's wild.
5: That's weird. Something's wrong. <laughs> Little Timmy fell in the well.
2: Alright. Bye, Toby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Toby comes back in the room teleports into the room and uh all of you need to make a, t- a saving throw <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: fine damn again just like a normal cat they come back and they attack you
5: <laughs> over here in the corner carving a beautiful mural of my little pony into my wrist over here in this fucking cat <laughs> DC 15 Jesus. What,
0: what kind of? Dex saving throw fuck
3: I rolled a twelve. I also rolled a twelve.
5: Yeah, me too, guys. 12 <laughs> of fucking two.
2: Two <laughs> twelve and twelve. What happens to us? Two
5: d six
4: fire damage. <laughs> Good. Jokes on you. I like pain.
0: I thought it was just one d six.
4: No, I have it all. It, it might have increased when my uh, when I leveled up or something, but it's all in the d and d beyond. Oh, okay. Like, where everything's already just right there in front of me. I don't have to think about yep, it. Yep, you're right. Either way, I rolled a nine for damage. Oh. Ow, oh,
2: Toby. Toby, you
4: Toby fucking Toby, that kills people.
3: <laughs> Ow, oh, Toby, that really hurt. <laughs> I'm going to pull out my water skin, and I'm going to pour it on Toby. He transforms into a bear. <laughs>
2: No, that's... That his own will
4: be unfortunate. <laughs>
2: Gosh darn it, Toby. What do you want?
4: He grabs your favorite pyrocross ball and just runs out of the door with it or something. Well, dick I think he already <laughs> got one. A Listen, dick. I think he got our attention now when he got, exploded it. He got our
2: attention when he exploded on us <laughs> whoa.
0: whoa I know that's kind of sus um, you had my attention you now have my curiosity
5: That was that's bestiality man that's illegal we are literally animals <laughs> yeah. I'm a turtle
2: <laughs> if I don't do bestiality I think that's even more illegal <laughs>
5: I don't know if that's
3: a sentence you should ever say out loud. <laughs> do our characters have regular... <laughs> <laughs> Does my turtle penis look like a turtle head? Yeah, do I do I have a turtle penis or do I have, like, a human penis?
0: <gasps> I think that is a personal choice that you can decide off the air.
5: So if you were a turtle guy, would you rather the upper half be turtle or the lower half be <laughs> <laughs> turtle? Uh, I mean-
3: Seems like at least the upper half is already a turtle. <laughs> so,
5: <laughs> you have human legs.
2: <laughs> do, you want, do, do you want to be a turtle inside of the shell or outside of the shell? Is, a, is, is everything a, in the shell a turtle or everything outside the shell a turtle? Then it's like a human body inside the turtle shell. It's not
5: the shell, man. It's what's inside the shell.
2: So I have like a zipper on the bottom on
3: my shell. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right guys toby what do you want and then you said toby runs out of the room stupid fire cat all right well i'll go see what he wants i guess if anybody wants to come with
5: yeah i can take a break from my carving too yeah to- you.
2: toby doesn't really like wander by himself too much <clears throat> unless well i guess he does but like it seems like he's causing a fuss for some reason
5: by fuss, you mean blasting us with infernal hellfire? Literally
2: exploding the room, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And this is usually something that Milo would handle, but
5: right, no, it starts to hiss
4: here. and his flames like start to like pop. All right, bit. right, no, I guess. Darn like, it,
5: Toby, <laughs> I guess we could handle this before I tell you guys the important thing I was supposed to tell you months ago. But it's fine, we'll go.
4: You look at his notebook, it's just written over and over again. We are the Scourge, we are the... just. <laughs> it's all he can write now. It's taken over his mind. just
2: been carving it into his arms and stuff, but he has <laughs> never said the words.
4: We are the Scourge. What does
5: that mean? <laughs> the Splurge? <We're> the Splurge?
2: <laughs> it's turned into telephone. All right, all right, well... We, uh... So we bookmark everything we... Oh, bookmark what you gotta tell us, Dixon, because I'm curious if there was something you were supposed to tell us months ago that you haven't yet... And if it's information about the final that you're withholding, I'm going to
0: strangle you with my trunk.
5: Coach on you.
0: I like it. <laughs> you, you say months, but it's only been like a week.
4: It's been days. <laughs> Toby bites your ankle.
0: All right, Di- All right. I kick the cat and I say, I'm coming.
2: And I, I start to follow Toby.
0: Dixon said that he was also going to follow is Thad.
2: Thad is, is also
3: following the puss. (laughs) (laughs) And he's also
0: following the cat, too. (laughs) The three of you wind up getting down to the Arcthanium atrium, just as you see Milo raises glowing hands and then press them into the back of a body that is laying on the tiled floor near the front door of the atrium.
3: Holy shit, Milo's killing someone! (laughs) Nice. I pull out my
5: gun. I forgot you have guns. That really <laughs> ass- whoa.
2: M- Milo, what <laughs> are you doing?
4: Oh thank god you guys are here. Help uh, this I I just found someone passed out here. I don't know. He said help me and then he's passed out. Do you have a potion for this? I'd like to see. Actually, if did anything Milo... happen when I touched him?
0: Uh once you uh cast lesser restoration. You, you guys have this quick exchange And then Liang's eyes open And he says
1: Oh god He promised he would help me Who, who
4: promised? Somebody bring him some water Come over here who, who promised that he would help you with what?
2: And I run in closer too, to like the body and the situation Li
4: I can't help you I take his he- i I put my hands on either side of his head And I go I can't help you Unless you tell me what happened Help me help
5: you. And then I can steal your soul. Oh, <laughs> Don't listen to this guy.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I, w- I went to Professor Kane because I'm already falling behind on my schoolwork. And- Probably because you're an idiot. <clears throat> Could have seen that one coming. Go on. Nice. And he said that he-, he would help me with my schoolwork, but that he was working on the Surge. So uh, I went down to, to meet him in the Surge room. Uh and then I I was attacked from behind and I I blacked out nice and then all I remember are needles poking me and I remember flashing lights and I felt my I felt like everything was being sucked out of my body like I, like I'd never feel happiness again wait that's another movie oh got
4: the dementors
5: are you talking about D and D or R. Kelly's book?
4: Because <laughs> by God, Did, <laughs> would I read the shit out of that? Did you see who or what attacked you from behind?
1: No, no. I just i i woke up, uh, and I was I was sitting right where I was in the surge room, and I managed to stumble upstairs, and and then I passed out.
5: Did you feel claws? Did you hear anything? Big, meaty <laughs> claws.
1: I, I told you what I know. I, I felt needles, I saw lights, and... Oh, God, I feel weak. And he collapses.
0: God
2: damn I'm up.
1: going to, uh,
2: pull out one of my <laughs> elixirs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why everybody's laughing at that.
3: <laughs> well, I know, because it's fucking got to um, pull
2: out five
3: second pause <laughs> <laughs> one of my elixirs <laughs> stop
5: stabbing him
2: <laughs> once I stop doing
3: this uh, this will
5: wake him up for sure
4: <laughs> and, oh is that Ninja Brian oh you're stabbing me
2: I'm, pull, I'm pulling out one of my experimental elixirs and since I didn't actually like prepare any it's just my like daily morning concoction that I have no <laughs> idea really what it does uh, and I'm just going to be like here Take this, and I'm going to kind of like tilt his head back a little bit and force it down his throat. I don't
4: know if that's a good idea.
2: Sounds like he's already been through that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so I rolled to see what that random one was. Don't worry, guys. It's not flight. His body doesn't just fly up and hit the ceiling or anything like that. So that's good. Um, I didn't
4: even have the time to warn you that he was probably fine now and just needed to sleep it off. (laughs)
2: Well, it's resilience, so he gets plus one to his AC for one hour.
5: Okay, well, let's test it out.
2: But, like, (laughs) I don't... Like, so nobody here knows, like... I don't even really know what this does. Like, with my experimental elixirs, it's literally just, like, a random concoction. So, like, I just pour it down his throat and wait to see what happens, and I don't think that I would see any physical changes for his AC going up. Be like, yeah, I... Don't worry, I, I got the right thing right here for it, and I just pour it down his throat, and then I sit back and wait.
4: You see nothing happens, and you're <laughs> like, it worked. He's yeah, dead. He seems <laughs> slightly
2: harder to
3: hit than I would think. His jaw got thicker.
2: <laughs> I just take a step back and nod, and hopefully everybody else in the group is like, yeah, that must have done something, <laughs> but like, I don't know how much you guys know about like my first elixir of the day being pretty much utter bullshit, or if like this whole time it's like, I don't know if you guys would actually know that, like, it's always, like, a random elixir, because I always act like I know exactly what it's going to do. So, yeah, you guys are none the wiser,
4: but... (laughs) So, keep that information to yourself, then. We won't know. Well, I was definitely out of character, so... Yeah, but now I know. That's fine. (laughs)
0: Hey, everyone! Sorry to be coming to you so late uh, for this episode. Well, actually, it's still July 12th in some areas of the world, but hope you're enjoying this episode so far. I'm your Dungeon Master, Paul, and these are the announcements for this week. If you've been following us on social media, you'll know that we promised an announcement that you wouldn't want to miss. Well, let me amend that to two announcements that you won't want to miss. I will be sharing them with you during this midroll and to the larger audience on social media this week. But first, I want to take a moment to thank our patrons. While this episode is hitting the main feed later than normal, our patrons were able to listen to the episode yesterday on Patreon.com/slash/DeathSavingBros. Of course, it didn't have all of the lovely music or this wonderful midroll, <laughs> but the point is that you too can get early access to episodes by becoming a patron at the $10 tier or higher. We normally post a week in advance. Of course, we also have other tiers, starting as low as $2 a month. And that will get you access to all sorts of things, including bloopers, pre-show banter, extra episodes, and more. And then, if you decide that you really like this show, and you want to support us at the $25 tier... You'll even get exclusive swag twice a year if you've been a member for at least three months before that fulfillment period. Speaking of which, the 2023 June fulfillment items have been finalized and will be shipped later this month. That's July 2023. But the announcement of the swag will have to wait for now because I want to take this moment to shout out our current patrons that support us financially and have made this show possible. Those who have joined our Patreon at the $5 tier get a shout-out at the end of the episode, but the following individuals have pledged to support us financially at the $10 tier or higher, so they get their supporter shout-out right now. Ryan Cushman, Gene L. Jackson, and Gavin Knox. Thank you all for your support. So, now that we've taken a moment to talk about how awesome our Patreon is, and how cooler our current patrons are, let's get to those announcements. Announcement number one. You've been waiting for it. We've been excited to make it real. We are releasing merchandise for Thy Apothecary Courtship. That's right. Dixon's favorite band is going to reignite the high school angst in all of us because the band's merchandise is now a real thing that we can all proudly wear and share with the world. To join Dixon in supporting Thy Apothecary Courtship, Or not, because it's like, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Check out our Redbubble at redbubble.com and search Death Saving Bros. And then, here comes announcement number two. To celebrate our tenth episode of season two, that's right, next episode is episode ten, we will be running a giveaway for our listeners. You will be able to win a Thy Apothecary Courtship t-shirt and a set of dice. While the dice will only be available to U.S. entrants, the t-shirt will be made available internationally. So, if you want to win, make sure to keep an eye out on our social media pages in the coming weeks, and above all, tune in to Episode 10. Now, I've gone on long enough. Thank you for being here, and thank you for keeping up with our adventures. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming
4: but did you hear what he said he said he was talking to professor kane and professor kane just told us that he was in his room by himself the whole time not causing this
2: no kane he said he went to visit kane in his office and kane said he'll meet him down here to help or like give him extra credit and study or like whatever, and he told him to come meet him down here. And we just saw Kane in his office, which means like it very well could have happened that like he went to visit Kane and Kane was like, Hey yeah, I'll meet you down there, like I'll be down soon. And like we caught Kane right after that and
5: That goblin thing got him. And
2: something else probably got him in the meantime. Kane is still in his office, so I mean
5: Or
3: should have followed the you're pipes. on Kane's dick and he totally did it. Oh, hold
5: on, <laughs>
2: hold on.
4: There's
5: a whole. I mean, there's no evidence
4: of like a monster attacking him. Like he doesn't seem beat up. Yeah, but
2: like I don't know. Perf- Perf- Professor Kane has not been nothing but helpful, to, like to me and even to us. Like he letting us like try and do extra like work and stuff like that so that we can get extra credit. But like every time I've like sought him out for. Actually, like, tutoring and studying studying to stay at the head of the class, he's always been more than willing to help me, and he's never, you know, tried to kill me or anything like that. Well, since
4: he's such a good guy, maybe if we bring uh, Lee here to him, he can help us fix Lee. But that's
5: exactly what someone who wants us to be the Surge would do.
2: What what do you mean? What do you mean? No, like, rewind.
4: What what did you just say?
5: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, That's you, exactly what someone would do If they wanted us to do their stuff for them
4: You you said if they wanted us To be a be the surge No They wanted us to beat the splurge <laughs> That's an idea right there I like where you're going with that What do you mean be the surge People aren't surges we just got the feathers For them What now
2: My, my head hurts I already Sorry, beat the splurge like... every night I, I've built, I can hear you. <laughs> I've built surges before they like I don't know what you guys are trying to
4: like I'm trying to figure out what he just said. You heard him just as well as I did. Who said what?
2: Lee starts coughing.
4: He didn't say anything. He's unconscious.
2: Uh, see, I knew I knew that was the right, anyway. right elixir for you. Could <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> look
3: down at, at Lee and be like, You guy, are you
4: alright now? <laughs> did you ever see Professor Kane?
0: He's unconscious again. Damn it. But he is coughing and... Well, let's
4: sit him up and roll him over or
0: something. You roll him over and you can see blood on his lips.
4: Oh, what was that potion?
0: It, it um... Potion of bloody have.
4: Lips. <laughs> Can I cast lesser restoration again?
2: It should have helped. There's, uh... He's fine.
4: I need to undo whatever you did. And he's not obviously, my he's obviously
2: not dead. He's coughing. It's fine. Listen, here, why don't we go and do this? If you're... If you guys are all like suspicious about uh, Professor Kane we just saw him in his office why don't we you know pick up pick up Lee and take him to Kane's office and see if either A he could help to make sure he gets better or B like I guess answer any questions but
4: okay well you're gonna stop talking because I'm gonna stop this guy from coughing up blood currently he's fine I know how to fix him I do the thing Paul
0: you cast Lester Restoration
4: yeah I do the thing I take his soul
0: (laughs) okay So the first time you cast it, I let that happen without any consequences because you do have a surge in your pocket. However, I need you to roll a Magical Focus because this is a second level spell.
4: Is that just like a d20 you're talking?
0: No. So if you recall, our Magical Focus is a d100 roll and the DC is going to be your spell casting score plus your character level plus your proficiency, minus the level of the spell. So what score do you use to cast spells?
4: My wisdom, 18.
0: Okay, so it's 18 plus your character level, which is 5 now. 23. Plus your proficiency. 4, I think. No, just
2: 3, right, for straight-up proficiency bonus? Yeah, your proficiency
0: bonus. It's my
4: my initiative.
0: No, it should be just plus 3 because we're level 5. Okay. Okay. And then minus the level of the spell. Minus two. Which would be a total of 24? Yes. Okay, so...
4: Quick question. Does he have a surge on him that I can
0: (laughs) just use? Lee does not have a surge on his body.
4: God, this is why he's failing.
0: So you rolled...
4: I rolled a 33.
0: Okay, so you rolled a 33, which means that you, you failed. You rolled higher than your target.
4: By a degree of nine.
0: Exactly. So you're still within, uh, one degree of failure, which means that it will still happen. It's just not as potent or powerful. So in this case, I would say that whatever effect you, like if he's poisoned, you would be able to cure his poisoning for a certain amount of time. But it appears that lesser restoration does not have any effect this time.
4: Okay. Well, that's neat. Good, good to use my surge for that. Um the wall can you carry him i can <laughs> excellent i give him a scoopy scoop
2: and like we, we've come to he's like stable right like he's, or he's, do you need me he, to
4: he was stable until you poured that concoction down no, his throat.
2: The, the listen the uh the uh the elixir that that did nothing but help him trust me <laughs>
4: i'm what? the medicine man here
2: yeah no well i'm the elixir man so don't don't question the elixir um, but I hate you so much.
4: What maybe we should take him to the
3: school nurse
2: well, yeah, well I, I guess that's the thing we need to decide. do we want to take him to like to the infirmary where he could get better? uh if someone
3: possibly attacked, your first thing is take him to the guy that the, we think the tried guy to that kill potentially him? attacked him be like, Did you do this? <laughs> all right all right
4: Listen. Well, I like that It's a good plan. <laughs> infirmary might be a better idea.
2: Dixon, you you woke up and chose violence today, didn't you? (laughs) All right.
4: Look at my wrists. So we drop him off in the infirmary and then go question Professor Kane.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. And I guess, like, I guess, can I do a quick check to see if he's, like, just, like, got, like, a burst of life again? And he, like, coughed or if, like, he coughed up blood and now he's, like, dying again? Like, do I know if he's stable and, like, still needs more healing? Or do you need me to do a check for that?
0: Uh, I would need a medicine check, and you can do it with advantage because Milo had a baseline medicine check.
4: And he continues to yell at you that, yes, he is bleeding from the mouth.
3: (laughs) No, he's just been healed so much (laughs) that he has so much extra life force in him now. Can I tell
4: if he's bleeding from the mouth? Yes, you've been being told that in the last 10 minutes.
0: I did roll a non-natural 20. Okay, so you recognize that... Your elixir did not harm him, and the lesser restoration, the original lesser restoration that Milo cast did seem to get rid of an effect, potentially poisoning, but there is something other that is still ailing him. He's stable in terms of he's alive, but there is something else going on that is causing him to deteriorate further.
4: I don't know why I need to save his life, but I'll cast a spell magic.
0: <laughs> no. That's uh that's that's all I need
2: to know. I just need to know if like hey, he was like still rapidly declining, I need to like shove a healing potion down his throat real quick, but it sounds like he's stable enough that we can get him to the infirmary and let them handle it.
5: We need to take him to Kane. how are we supposed to interrogate somebody without the key piece of evidence? <laughs> I mean
3: <laughs> You take we take him to Kane's office. We toss him down on the ground, we
2: grab Kane, we shove his nose in it, and go, Bad, you did this! <laughs> well, can't we just, like, walk up to Cain and be like, Hey, we, uh, we were here and saw this happen, and they said that you were supposed to be meeting him there. What, what happened? Like, we can't just, like, ask him the questions. Like, you think we actually have to bring a crippled body to him?
4: It would probably help our argument, yeah. Can anyone transform themselves?
2: Well, what if, okay, let's take him, <laughs> let's do this, you let's... Know,
4: disguise self, anything like that? We can just look like the crippled body of this guy.
2: Why don't we do this? Why don't we take him to the infirmary and then we go get Cain and bring Cain to the infirmary so he's, he's getting his care and then we bring Cain with us to, to show him. Do you
5: have rope?
2: Yeah.
4: Oh yeah, we always got rope. Well, then, okay, well, this is a I good have plan.
2: magic rope that actually like ties itself around people. I oh,
4: also wow. have a vine whip. Anybody have a bag? Yeah. I have magical pockets that I'm sure he can fit in.
5: <laughs> okay, well, this is, this plan's just getting better and better. Wait, oh, yeah, so, wait
4: can I carry okay. people in my pockets <laughs> since it's, like, boundless? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, if we try
2: hard. <laughs> well, we know that it'll fit I pulled in, an
4: elephant man out of my pants. Well,
2: we know that uh, Kane will fit in Dixon's pants, considering an entire wolf did.
5: There's a panther.
0: An entire panther fit in Dixon's pants, so I'm sure a human can. Well, no. Uh, a tiny ball fit in his pants, and then the ball transformed into a panther.
4: Okay. I forgot I have those. Thank you. I
5: have two tiny balls. Thank you for <laughs> reminding me. I'll have you know.
2: So what I'm saying is his pants, lot of room. Um,
5: As we just discussed with my two tiny balls. Yes, for your two tiny However, balls. However, we so, need a rope and a bag to bring Cain to the body.
2: Yes, the plan here is simple. Bring lee to the infirmary and then we're gonna go get Kane. we're gonna ask him to come with us if he doesn't want to come with us where we might need to use force and to which we have supplies to do it everybody on board with this
4: yes sweet all right we dropping him off wall you got him was he already there <laughs> i'm scooping we're going i
0: guess okay so you guys leave out the front door of the Arcthanium. And you start heading towards the infirmary, which is due north. You any um,
4: any single other person along the way that looks sick, we're not even bothering checking up. We're just going to scoop it, throw it on top of the wall, and keep moving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, you don't see any more bodies. What you do see is um, you're you're passing along a boulevard that has trees arching over it. It would normally be like full of people and you know really bustling and picturesque, but the Trees have started to turn. Towards the colors have started to turn, and nobody is outside. There's nobody playing pickup pyrocross or enjoying the last few warm days of summer. The campus is, seems to be deserted, and you guys book it all the way to the end of the boulevard, where you come across a long, wide building that is what you know is the infirmary. It's the place where a lot of lectures and lessons for House Mere Vita happen. And the symbol of the house is carved in stone above the door, a dagger-pierced heart. And then you also see the words, "Vita Est Numus Mortis, which you know are the words of the house, like the motto. And then you burst through the doors, and inside there's a male elf and a female dwarf, and they're standing behind a desk with bags under their eyes— They're shuffling papers back and forth. It looks like a tornado blew through here, and they're just trying to pick up the pieces. And when the door bangs open, you see the female dwarf look up. She's got bags under her eyes, and she looks at you, and she is just like, oh, God, another one.
5: Another one.
0: (laughs) And that's where we'll end this episode.
4: Oh, I want to keep going.
2: Well, (laughs) that's uh, that's on you.
4: (laughs) I say I want to get to talking to Kane. I got questions for. That's her. A,
2: that's a, out of character on you as Brad Renfro. If we can keep going or not, <laughs>
4: I'll keep going
2: with the time. Unless that's where you wanted to end the episode, Paul, with like planning, and you think that's a good spot to end. Then I guess
0: it actually is a decent place to end. Otherwise, we're going to wind up getting into probably like another twenty-minute conversation with somebody.
5: You mean a 40-minute conversation? Yeah, I was going to say it's going to turn into 40, 45 minutes, no problem. No,
2: he, he's like, saying <laughs> normally it would have been like a three to five-minute conversation, but we're going to make it 20 minutes? Or is it going to be a 20-minute conversation that we're going to stretch into an hour?
0: It would probably normally be like a 10-minute conversation, which I am stretching to 10, so or stretching to 20, so that means that it would actually be 30.
4: But are we having fun?
0: I mean, I just want to make sure, like, I don't know how much Paul ended
2: up prepping for tonight, and like, it's well, called beat the I DM. Let's we'll do it. And you know, I'm I'm available for it.
4: Yes, we have another one, ma'am. We've noticed that uh Oh, well,
2: what do you mean another one?
0: <laughs> um we're gonna end it there. Okay. It it's it's a it's a good stopping point.
3: She was just singing along to some DJ Khaled.
2: <laughs> That's fine. We could do a 30 minute <laughs> Patreon segment of when we all go to Titus's mom's house <laughs> and actually r- live through all of that
4: I'll play Titus's younger brother I the thought going I'll cool. play Titus's mom <laughs>
2: <laughs> well somebody <laughs> has to be the mom someone has to be the sister somebody has to be the brother somebody has to be the dad and then we so that's how we would, we would all have to play two characters essentially our own character and plus one of his other family members I'm saying that can make some great Patreon content
0: <laughs> yeah so we we are going to go ahead and end it there it's a good cliffhanger and will hopefully bring you back for another episode. If you enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to head over to patreon.com deathsavingbros where you can find more content that is Death Saving Bros. related, including bloopers, conversational recaps, and uh, lore episodes that explore our NPCs and characters' backstories. If you would like to keep in touch with us in between episodes, you can contact us on social media at Death Saving Bros on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. I am personally available at HP Camper. You can find me at Benfro15.
4: I'm at Ima underscore B underscore Red.
5: Reddit is a thing that you can message me on, which a couple people have, which is
3: nice. Find me on the PlayStation Network as F-A-T-T Smith.
0: And to all those of you who are in your cars, in your homes, or wherever you may be, hopefully not in the infirmary like liang keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. This episode was made possible by our patrons. The following individuals have pledged at the $5 tier. Tad Corsi. Thank you for your support.